my TikTok for you page is 90% food <laughs> and it is glorious. Yeah. Okay. My uh Instagram Instagram is a lot of is a lot of gore. Yeah. A lot of mm-hmm. like accidents and like someone mm-hmm. thought that they should take this bike off this 20 foot jump and the next thing you know their ankle is sideways type videos Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then facebook is whales wow and some food but mostly whales it is a lot of fishing a lot of fishing too Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome in to the Smoky Cast, brought to you by your host, Adam Pedersen, 48-year chain smoker, Adam Pedersen, (laughs) according to my laugh, going on day nine of having a horrible cold, and it's probably the C word, if we're being honest, but uh, it's What it is, what it is. I think tomorrow I'm going to be almost completely over it. Yeah, you you've been thinking that for probably eight days. Yeah. What what it more is is just the absolute refusal to to just even ask modern science what's going on. I drink hose water though. Yeah. Well. I shouldn't be dealing with these issues. I'm just saying, if you're a hose water drinker, you might be putting one in their column right now. The people that think bad things about hose water. I'm on your side with hose water. Give it a man. For the, for the most part, but just saying. Not helping out your cause here. Some city, what the 10 people we have that listen to this that probably aren't from here, putting up their nose at me. That (laughs) stupid redneck, always thinking he's never going to get sick because he's out there breathing in poop fumes and drinking hose water. (laughs) The 10 people. You're talking about like each one person from those various uh, countries Uh outside of the U.S. The one person from Ireland, the one person from Uganda. Oh, man. I am joined, if you haven't guessed by now, Brett Hahn. Uh, we're knocking this out this week. It is going to be an almost exclusively food podcast. There's a few other things to get to, but I just wanted to talk food. Brett and I share a mutual love for food. It might be the thing that we love mutually the most, would you say? Yeah, food. Food. Seems food. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> the world uh, runs out of food. We'll just stop being friends, I guess. No, I mean, let's be honest. If the world runs out of food, I'm a type one diabetic. You can probably say goodbye to me. Mm. So. I'll make new friends though, because people from high society will want to come be my friend because I'm a farmer. I will be now their food source. Oh, so what you're saying is food isn't going away, just just easily accessible. Food. Yeah, and then when like the miles tellers of the world come to me and say, Adam, <laughs> I need you in my life. Hmm. I'm going to take them on. Well, a very interesting poll that Miles Teller, of all people, is hey, going like to be the him. first He's, He might be my favorite in. actor right now. Hey, got to be a hustler to the game. So I just sent you a link 
And I need to know if you saw this yesterday. This video went mega viral yesterday. It's from a roller skating rink. I have not in, seen it. In Cedar Rapids. It's hilarious. Someone with the camera videotapes all everything going on at this skating rink. There's a kid who just completely biffs it <laughs> at the beginning. There's a guy wearing a shirt that says, I like hot moms. <laughs> and then a guy stuck in the 80s. <laughs> this is in Cedar Rapids, and this got multiple millions of views all over social media yesterday. Uh, the kid who falls. It's hilarious. And this guy doing his jumps, whatever he's doing, and it's not like, no. it's not meant to be funny. It's real. <laughs> well, I mean, I... <laughs> I like I like when he shoves the guy out of the way. That's pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> that kid, that kid though. I love how they zoom in on his face, and he's just like, "Oh my head." <laughs> as a as a person with friends who sometimes do dumb things, I gotta believe that whoever's recording him probably knows him, or maybe they just know of him. Uh, but if they are friends, they're doing their job by. Just making sure to uh, accentuate how dumb this was. Just yeah. anyone who's close is going to take a skate to the throat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, he said skate to the throat, and then I got in my head just this gruesome image of somebody being sliced by an ice skate versus mm. a roller skate. And then I was going to comment on that, and Tanya I just Hardy. got so distracted by the visual it just put me in a place so yeah, you know that blood just, squirting it, out like four feet from the yep see this is why i didn't say it i, I didn't feel like person hold their hand over their throat trying to stop it but blood squirting out between their fingers and stuff while we're on the topic of videos my facebook reels for like the past three weeks and i love it so much is 80 percent whale videos I love seeing whale encounter videos. They're interesting. They're so large and massive and majestic. And like, it's just crazy that you're out of there in this little boat. And all of a sudden this just ridiculously large, you know, 14, 20, whatever it is, times size of the person sitting on this boat out there pops up out of the water right beside them. It's terrifying and amazing all at the same time. I love the, <laughs> I love the whale videos. It's interesting. Uh, uh, this is the beauty of algorithms. I haven't seen a single video involving whales or, let's be honest, sea life whatsoever <laughs> on my Facebook Reels, my YouTube Shorts, or uh, the daddy TikTok, dear yep. God. Haven't seen a single one. So uh, thumbs up to the algorithm because I'll be honest, I probably wouldn't care for them. So thanks I for not sharing them and then ruining my algorithm. Uh-oh, I might have to know. My I just won't click on anything. My TikTok for you page is 90% food. <laughs> and it is glorious. Yeah. Okay. My uh Instagram Instagram is a lot of is a lot of gore. Yeah. A lot of mm -hmm. like accidents and like someone mm -hmm. thought that they should take this bike off this 20 foot jump and the next thing you know, their ankle is sideways type videos mm. <laughs> and then facebook is whales wow what and a... some food but mostly whales it is and a lot of fishing a lot of fishing too <laughs> sorry 
Okay. Well, that makes a little more sense how you might have gotten to Wales eventually. Yep. So. Man. All right. Fair enough. I don't Although, know. Love the little detour into just admitting that you uh, enjoy watching uh, gory depictions of people uh, <laughs> in excruciating pain. I'm glad that you took that detour purposely. Could have skipped right over it. No, that is. No, you gotta. Thing. You gotta be an open book. <laughs> All right. Let's hey, get if, you had a, if you had a lawyer, he might suggest that's a bad idea. Yeah, and I'd have to listen to him and not think that I'm right all the time. Well, let's get you a lawyer ASAP. <laughs> well, I promised people food talk, and we are going to talk food. <laughs> if you guys don't enjoy listening to people get irrationally excited about food, I mean, maybe fast forward till Patterson Luck at the end. Wow. Uh, but I think you should keep listening because you're going to wow. hear a bunch of amazing recommendations <laughs> and a lot of excitement. Uh. So first and foremost, let's bring back one of our favorite segments. I'm going to hire you a lawyer and a publicist because, wow. I Go ahead and don't listen to this episode. I'm a new form of PR, all right? Just fast forward to the modern part that you day, might like. I don't know. Modern day life meets 90s kid PR meets Midwest. Like I, I want you to listen, but I'm not going to force you to. I still want you to live your life and be happy, you know? Like, hey, I just, if you could come pick me up, that'd be great. But, you know, no pressure. <laughs> oh, oh no you're, pressure. Midwest, you're Midwest nicing it? Oh, I don't. <laughs> hey, Brad, I got a question for you. What's, uh, what's cooking? Yep, there it is. Woo! What's yeah. cooking is back, baby. You've been to a place recently called Curban Cuisine, have you not? Has one of the greatest looking things I've seen in quite some time on a menu. <laughs> I've been on a pretty good kick lately, but uh, this one, this Curban Cuisine in Beaverdale, kind of in the middle of, of Des Moines. Uh, so went in there and... Um, I got a uh, I got a Cuban sandwich, which was great, and and um, they are not afraid to send you home uh, full with some leftovers. And like I said, they've got the fry game figured out, and they've got a bunch of different options that you can do. So when I went and had this Cuban sandwich, I got a basket. And you can get just a, a basket of fries. They've got some other options, or they have kind of some of these fancy fries. They've got a, a they've got quite a few different options. They've got like some Philly cheesesteak fries. They've got some Parmesan truffle fries. They got uh, mm. what they call dirty fries, which would uh, they're topped with tomatoes, banana peppers, oh. chopped bacon, green onions, fresh parsley, beef gravy, and roasted garlic ale. <laughs> great. But the ones I went with, the ones that really reeled me in. Reel them in, baby. PB&J fries. The description reads, that they're topped with a Thai peanut sauce. So, you know, we're not out here eating peanut butter. Thai peanut sauce, a little bit of heat there, and a raspberry chipotle jelly. Folks, when I tell you what's going on with these, they are life-changing. Yep. I, Unbelievable. Oh, I I will say I've had them so much that I need to slow down because I'm I'm going to burn out on them. I'm going to too much of a good thing. Yep. So I'm slowing it. down. Oh, actually, real talk. They had a special yesterday, and I sent a picture of this to you as well. It looks well. so good. Oh, my gosh. Smoked brisket poutine. Big boat of crispy fries loaded with smoked brisket, beef gravy, and fresh mozzarella cheese curds 
with a barbecue drizzle on top. Freaking amazing. Um, the brisket was tender and delicious. They had the cheese curds. You couldn't really see them in the picture I sent you, but they were kind of um, underneath most of the brisket, which was getting them nice and melty. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> cheese curds. But they didn't go crazy with the gravy, so it didn't, you know, not all of the fries got, you know, soggy. I mean, if you took your time. But that barbecue drizzle had just enough sweetness in it to make it perfect. Drizzle me timbers. Oh, man. Speaking of, in Des Moines. I was in Des Moines a couple weeks ago for NCAA March Madness. And I finally, for the first time ever, have been wanting to try it for so long, had Bebop's. <laughs> you Burke, come to Des Moines for Bebop's. Burke, who obviously you people listening know, <laughs> swears by it. A lot of other friends swear by it, say it's awesome. Finally had it. And I must say, it was fantastic the from the price to the quality of the beef to the bacon great fast food bacon it was like awesome bacon and i officially now have a new top five burger ranking after trying bebops number one still steak and shake although (laughs) my last two times at a steak and shake they might be working their way down the list because the service has been (laughs) crap but the burgers have still been good. Fries have been mid, but I, I'm there for the beef. But service is part of it. So let's pick up. Let's act better. Let's do better, or you're going to be bumping down my list. So Steak and Shake still number one. Number two, Bebops. It jumps Culver's, moves up to number two on my list. I loved it that much. It was so <laughs> good. It had yeah. like that real, like real grilled, juicy burger. And I can't stress enough, yes. like the bacon and the bun and stuff, the combo all together. Holy crap. And it was so cheap, too. Number three, Culver's. Number four, the BK Whopper. Number five, Hardy's Frisco Burger. Wendy's officially gets demoted because of Bebop's. In a day that is just like days gone by. You just you just, you just think this isn't possible anymore. Because of Bebop's, you still could get full for like <laughs> five, six bucks. Um, we used to be able to do it all the time in college, but you could go to Culver's and get like three of those sloppy Joe sliders and a large fry for uh, like five, Bebop's, six bucks not Culver's. or Bebop's. My apologies. Yeah. Apologies to Bebop's nation out there. Um, <laughs> <Bebop's> <laughs> and like still They're get full for, for it. cheap. It, yeah. and I feel like that is tough to do now, but Bebop's delivers while we were in Des Moines. A place that I've been wanting to try for uh, probably close to a year since you, Brett, told me about it. Oh, yeah. Finally happened. Yep. Saturday <laughs> for lunch. We went to De Rice. De Rice. I don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> Just I tell you couldn't what. Couldn't resist. Just couldn't resist. I've been to, I'm not, I'm not saying like I'm Guy Fieri here. No. But I've been to a lot of Asian places. And I think this is my favorite Asian place I've ever been to. Great sushi, and the meal I had, I had egg noodle with wonton and barbecue pork, apparently a Bangkok street favorite, according to these people (laughs) and their menu. Seasoned egg noodles, pork, wonton, honey barbecue pork, bean sprouts, spinach, and bok choy topped with crisp garlic, chopped cilantro, and onions, and you got soup on the side. It was phenomenal, and also an appetizer of all sorts of variant wontons and egg rolls and crab rangoon, which was delicious yeah Honestly, you had the appetizer sampler it was literally like everything they do that bacon wrapped shrimp 
Oh, that was fantastic. The the Rangoons are are out of this world. The Rangoons, on best Rangoons I've ever had. But this might be my favorite. Yeah. Anyway, loved it. Great experience. It was, it's great. I like food. It's so good to me. Please put it in my belly. Um, finally, for the first time in like five years, we were reunited. Me and good old Chick-fil-A. I know what you're going to say. Blah, blah, blah. It's incredible. Love it so much. I had a spicy chicken and a plain chicken sandwich ah, during the, or was it in between those basketball games? Anyway. Hey, man. Uh, oh, my gosh. I missed it so much. It was it just hit the spot. And then after the game and after I walked outside without a coat on in 42 mile per hour freezing cold wind because someone <laughs> broke the doors to the walkways in downtown uh, after the game, we were going to get Northwood's pizza. We were, we were like, we were a little hungry. Let's get Northwood's pizza. And then I'm calling Northwood's pizza and we drive by a Taco Bell. I'm like, let's do it. Let's get redneck, baby. <laughs> so we pull into that Taco Bell drive through and sit and sit and sit some more. And so I finally get out of the car and I look inside and I see like eight people working. And on their hours, it says they're open to like one in the morning or something. So I'm getting ready to walk up to the window and like ask them. Hey, are you guys open or what's going on? And <laughs> as I'm getting ready to walk up there, Thomas gets a hold of him on the phone and they are grumpy. They are not having a good night. I don't know, like door dashes are bad or what the deal is, but they are not happy with us. Finally, they took our order and in just, and that's where it comes from. I was like, I was like telling him, I was like, yeah, hey, you could, I was like, be a little more clear, enunciate when you give them the order, be more friendly. And he was just like, that's a stupid thing that I heard. Like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? They're just stupid fast food workers. I'm just giving uh, them my food order. And when I talk to someone, like it's in my nature to like, let's have a good conversation for this for the short time we're gonna talk. Then we had like a good, <laughs> we had a good like two minute argument back and forth <laughs> in, in the car. About Those etiquette. are my favorite arguments. And he, uh. he told me, "You're wrong," and I said, "You're wrong," and let's just agree to disagree. <laughs> so for the first time in like five years, that Chick Fil A and Taco Bell. Both. Same day. Uh, also, you mentioned going to Taco Bell was a little redneck. What's that about? I'm very confused by that. I don't know. I just feel like it's white trash. Wow. Wow. But I'm white trash, so it's all good. Wow. That's Maybe not, it's not white trash. That's not how not offending people works. Just Maybe it's more right white trash when it's in like... Hey, they're white trash, stuff. but I'm white trash, so it's okay. I'm yeah, not sure that's right? how that works. No. <laughs> also, went to a place on... For, for, on Friday for games, Brett was there as well, called Chicken Coop. Yep. Delicious wings. Uh, Very good. Order them crispy, I'm being, I've am being i been told. <laughs> Huge wings, though, like massive wings. Got the pizza, top-tier wings. Pizza was not buzzing. So we go to Chicken Coop, have ourselves a little sup, watch the games. We decided to hit up, John. what's it called? Johnny's Hall of Fame downtown. <laughs> Boy, yeah. talk about feeling like you're back in college. Uh, and then... To end the night, we, you know, we made a poor decision to try to go somewhere. It didn't work out. I had to go back, stand in the wind and the cold. It's kind of weird being 36, 37 years old, being back in an environment like that. But you know what? We had a lot of fun watching games and hanging out. And then to top it all off, we decide we want some more food. Let's go to Fong's Pizza. 
<laughs> the only location that's open anymore is the tiny downtown. hole in the wall downtown one. Was it eleven? Was it midnight? What that was about midnight. Was and Brett's yeah. not exaggerating. It's a there's a bar where like hole you line up to get pizza. They have by the slice. You can also order whole pizzas. Yeah, and between then the bar tiny walkway and the booth is like a two foot wide walkway. Yeah, here's some quote unquote booths, and then there's a couple tables up front. I'm I'm sorry. There was people in every booth, in every seat, and on every seat at the bar. There's nowhere to go. So and yeah, every now human being in there had been overserved. Yeah, well, and now you're yeah because they also and serve so, alcohol. So there's and, a there's a there's a fight or something happens, and a lady working there hops the bar, goes outside, and is ready to throw hands <laughs> with some chick outside in the street, and so. She disappears. There's a lady in back making pizza. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's just like 40 people lined up wanting pizza and no worker whatsoever. And then this lady comes back inside. She like apologizes for the wait. She's fired up. Uh, <laughs> we end up getting, I don't know. I think we, we ordered like seven, eight slices of pizza and she gave us like 15. <laughs> it was crazy. And we only had to pay for like seven. So like that was amazing. Uh, you know. <laughs> then we we had a disagreement with some of the workers there when we were trying to sit in a booth. <laughs> uh, yeah. One thing led to another. We we decided to leave. They were happy to see us leave. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good night. Long story short, it just felt uh, like college all over again for one night, and it was uh, kind of fun. Didn't go particularly well, but we left without <laughs> incident. We didn't fight anybody. <laughs> So we fought oh, each man, other afterwards. Fun. That was, was fun. That was, that was good. <laughs> little little heated at each other afterwards. I may or may not have left some slices behind in my frustration, which turned Adam <laughs> away from his anger towards the staff and directly at me. I can't I wanted, believe I you would do that. Slice that. Of pizza. I can't believe you would do that. I said, you have two hands. They're full of pizza. Anyway. Oh, man. What rough a night. night. Rough night. But now we can just look back and laugh on it. Ah, good, good times, good times. As Billy Joel would say. Overall, a uh, great food experiences in Des Moines. Fun time hanging with the boys. Saw some heartbreaking games not go in our favor. Saw some crazy endings go in our favor. Overall, ten out of ten weekend. Get older saw, in life. Good time to hang with the boys. I saw some heartbreak on your on your face. So yes, that you did. Worth it. You did witness that. That was worth it. We're closing out what's cooking with this. Okay. The Masters is coming up in a few weeks. Every year Riveting. for the Masters, before the tournament starts, they have the champion's dinner hosted by the previous year's champion. Oh. This year's uh last year's champion, Scotty Scheffler. Gotta pick the menu. Listen to this menu. Sounds unbelievable. Please, please do a video of you doing your, your mini pinch to zoom in. <laughs> Zoom in. I'll leave it. Listen to this menu. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> Cheeseburger sliders. Sir okay. Smash style. Yum. Mm -hmm. Yum. Firecracker okay. shrimp with a sweet okay. Thai chili and sriracha mayo. I'm in. I'm in on that Tort one. Tortilla soup served with avocado. You don't like that? I love it. I, Crispy time blue. Out. Wait, I you like avocado and oh, sushi. Snap. Nice. And oh yeah. Avocado, crispy blue tortilla strips, sour cream, cilantro, and lime. 
Yes, yep. please. Sign me up. Texas ribeye steak or blackened okay. redfish for your main course. Served with a side of family-style mac and cheese, jalapeno cream corn, fried Brussels sprouts, and seasoned fries. <laughs> and for dessert, warm chocolate chip skillet cookie served with milk and cookies ice cream. Milk and cookies ice cream. Dude. Sounds unbelievable. Wow. I've also heard that uh, at Augusta, they do not have a menu. They just have like two like world-class chefs that work there. And you just tell them like what you want and they just make it for you. Nice. Because they have it. So like, golly, place sounds amazing. I got to get there someday. I'm excited for what's happening next. Boy. I sent you a link. I see it. So when I've talked, I I don't know if I've met, I I feel like I've mentioned this on podcasts before. Uh, What I, I'm, I'm a weirdo. I'm a food nut weirdo. I will oftentimes in my spare time, like sit on my couch, Google random restaurants throughout the world and just like read their menus and get excited about it. (laughs) I love seeing what the world has to offer for food. I just love reading about food, period. I love food and it's a shame that i'm not getting paid to travel the world and try it someday (laughs) so for the first time ever i googled so this is what i did i for one one of the restaurants is from new hampshire i have not looked at the menu i googled random towns in new hampshire wikipedia pulled up a list of towns in new hampshire did you just did you just pick new hampshire did you you started with I just randomly picked New Hampshire. Okay. And so I went through Google. I searched through, I don't know, 30, 40 towns. I scrolled through their list of towns and I found a town that has, I think, I think I was looking for towns that had 3000 plus people. Cause I was like, well, they probably have at least a couple restaurants. Oh this one God. I think has like a hundred thousand. The more you explain it, the worse it gets, but yeah. So I picked one random place in New Hampshire, Nashua, New Hampshire, a restaurant called Louie Louie. I have not looked at the menu. All I did was Google Nashua, New Hampshire restaurants, look at the reviews, like star rating, and decide, all right, I'm just going to pick this one, and we're going to do a blind menu read. Oh, my God. See what the people of Nashua, New Hampshire get to experience when they go to Louie Louie restaurant. So here's uh, the first one. And for the audience, uh, I am with you. This is as strange as it sounds. Uh, and uh, to follow up on what you get said, excited. You, you have brought this up on the podcast before. Uh, back when I used to be more regular, I shot this idea down a lot. I, uh, but I'm glad. I'm glad to be here, so you can rub it in my face <laughs> when everyone loves hey, it. As a, as a, if people think it's dumb segment. but are also entertained by listening to me freak out about random restaurants, then mission accomplished, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Louie, Louie. <laughs> Nashua, New Hampshire. It's called a uh, like a casual family Italian place. For their appetizers, they have Louis Louis meatballs. Ooh, it's in a basil marinara. Love basil. Key ingredient to marinara, by the way, basil. I make my own homemade basil or my own marinara from the garden. You have to have basil in it. Mussels. We are New Hampshire. Where's New Hampshire? Is that we on the are- Atlantic Ocean? We are New Hampshire. Well, we're reading about a place in New Hampshire. Is New Hampshire on the Atlantic Ocean? I feel, I feel like, like it's close up there somewhere. I feel like if you, if you, uh, 
<clears throat> I feel like if you're gonna pick a place next time, maybe learn about the the area it's in. Uh, New Hampshire's up there somewhere in the northeast. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Some people whole, say New Hampshire's not even real. The whole thing doesn't have to be blind. You can do a little bit of research. Uh, capital of New Hampshire, New by the way. What is the capital of New Hampshire? It's not Rhode Montpelier. Island. That's Vermont. Hmm. Anyway, they have also, for an appetizer, mussels, which are your fish that are found in a shell, kind of like an oyster. Fresh PEI mussels sautéed with chopped garlic, bacon, and tomato in a light broth with a hint of gorgonzola. Sounds fantastic to me. <laughs> they got artichoke spinach dip, bruschetta. That looks so good. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Side of mac and cheese bread topped with toasted breadcrumbs. Gross. <laughs> uh, Concord is what you were looking for. Concord, Capital. New Hampshire. They must make jelly there. Concord grape jelly. Uh, I, yeah, jelly indeed. Um, and part of New Hampshire is is on the coast. Uh, Boom! At the very tiny, tiny part. I mean, it it's going to count. This is why I, I have you here. Okay, what is this? Mozzarella triangoli. Porter moons. Wow. Porter moons. A breaded fresh mozzarella, lightly fried and served with homemade marinara. Cheese that looks like God's thumbnail when the moon's not all showing. The kid from Angels in the Outfield said, look, it's God's thumbnail. <laughs> and it must look like that. And you dip it. I don't know. All right. We are on to the rustic flatbreads, thin and crispy. Got Caprese flatbreads. Look good. Nothing special. Nothing crazy. Pear and prosciutto flatbread? Ugh. Pear, prosciutto, smoked mozzarella, dried cranberries, Asiago cheese, Romano, and balsamic drizzle. They got pasta, a pasta called ravioli Marco Polo. They got baked mac and cheese, four cheese lasagna, Louis Prima, which is a sauteed garlic and shallots with broccoli, mushroom, carrot, tomato, zucchini, and yellow squash simmered in a slightly spicy pink sauce. Tossed with fresh linguine. Sign me up for that, my man. <laughs> All sorts of different baked pastas. You got your penne with peppers. You got your Shrimp scampi. Oh, linguine olivangola. I've always wanted to try olivangola ever since I saw it on an episode of Triple D. It's like a clam pasta. Looks fantastic. I jumped ahead to the dessert menu. Is it awesome? Oh, they got calzones? A... Yeah. Pizzas? Man, I would like this place. Tell me about the dessert. Uh, There's a cannoli chip and dip. What? Uh, topped with chocolate chips, wink, wink. Great for sharing. Add an optional salted caramel sidecar. Oh my god! Mm. Homemade brownie sundae, chocolate lava cake. Hmm. This place knows what's up, right there. I tell you <laughs> what, if I lived in Nashville, New Hampshire, I'd be pleased. I'd eat. I'd eat here all the time. <laughs> all right. Sending you another link. Blind menu read number two. What would you say Nashua's gets without ever eating there? What are you going to give it out of 10? <laughs> what? Uh, I'm sorry. 
what Louis Louis gets. Whoops. Or, or, or <laughs> you I know mean, what? Either or Louis, you know, Louis or the province of Nashua. <laughs> I wonder if that's I wonder if that's where the paper company was. Oh man. Um so much, <laughs> so much to love. Uh Louis I, I Louis Louis out of ten. Uh, you know, I mean, if I'm not paying for it, it's probably gonna be a ten. But uh even if I was, uh, it looks like it's got a lot of food that I would enjoy. Only a small, I don't know where Nashville <laughs> was in location to. New be. Hampshire. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Our next city that I randomly Googled uh, was Bunky, Louisiana. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so you're. I know so little about this segment. <laughs> I can't wait to listen back and decide if this is horrible or funny. You pick well. You pick one place. You pick a random place, and then you only pick one restaurant from there, and then you move on with your life. Yeah, that's to a new yeah. city. Okay, Bunky, Louisiana, population about thirty three hundred, and I found a place called Rockies. Oh, there it is. Rockies Tales and Shells is written on there. Maybe it's called the Dugout Barn Grill. I don't know. Either or. It's in Bunky, Louisiana. Well, it's in Louisiana, so you know what they got? Gumbo. They got chicken and sausage gumbo, crawfish and shrimp etouffee, seafood gumbo, or a trio sampler of all of them. Or you could get Lexi's loaded potato. Oh, What they say is it's a meal in itself. A huge baked potato topped with butter, sour cream, cheese, bacon bits, green onions. Very popular according to the staff of Rocky's Tales and Shells in Bunky, Louisiana. <laughs> oh, man, you can get your salads, blah, blah, blah. Who wants to waste money on a salad when they're going out to eat? Sure hits. Chicken Monterey, a marinated chicken breast, charbroiled and topped with mushroom, bell pepper. You know what? This doesn't sound far off from just the good old Midwest. Midwest sure. Bar and Grill. The Big Cajun. Let's read what the Big Cajun is. Tender beef cutlets. Yes, please. Lightly battered and fried. Uh-huh. And Rocky's crawfish etouffee served with vegetables and mashed potatoes topped with crawfish etouffee. Whoa. I would enjoy that. A lot. Can I say something about crawfish, though? Horribly overrated. Like Crawfish boils and crawfish feeds. I went to one last year. I must say it's a lot of work for just a teeny bit of meat. And you got to eat a hundred of them to even get full overrated. Listen to this pasta, pasta, poncher train, pasta, ponchar train, grilled shrimp, grilled shrimp, sauteed in a butter, wine, garlic sauce. Yes, please. With diced tomatoes and bacon crumble served over a bed of pasta and topped with shredded Parmesan cheese. I tell you what, Louisiana sounds tasty, but very simple. They don't go crazy with the ingredients. It seems very simple. And it honestly Uh, doesn't seem that much different than the Midwest, aside from a few seasonings here and there. Steak aioyeles, avoyeles, a juicy 12-ounce choice ribeye topped with our famous crawfish etouffee. Served of vegetables and your choice of potato. Served at market price. If you're looking at the rest of the menu, 
outside of like your, you know, your Cajun things, you think you're going to find like it's mainly just, you know, some good chicken sandwiches, a buffalo chicken sandwich, chicken fried steak, some barbecue beef, some burgers. Nothing crazy. Honestly, I was expecting crazier. But you know what? That's why you do these blind mini reads so you can get educated. Sure. Yeah. By the way, catch of the day, they do have grilled catfish. Yum. E. So would you say that that this segment could just be like <clears throat> Adam tries to surprise himself by seeing if he can find food that he likes or dislikes? <laughs> Basically, yes. I did not. <laughs> various, I just scrolled locations. down and saw that they have po' boys. Well, yeah, of course they have po' boys. Love po' boys. Okay, take where, it. Back. I've had one po'? po' boy ever, and it's been at Zimmy's in Storm Lake. I am at, um, I've I so badly want to go to Louisiana and just do a po' boy tour. Well, I'll I be love honest. sandwiches so much. And you know what's going to happen one day is I am going to get paid money to travel and try all these restaurants that I'm doing blind menu reads of. We're going to uh, be in Bunky, Louisiana someday <laughs> eating po' boys. I, I'm just going to tell you that anybody from Louisiana that hears you talking about how uh, crawfish boils are, are just like me. Not Take worth that it. part out. They're not, <laughs> they're not going to accept you into Louisiana. Nothing here, you new Midwest boy. Wow. Yeah, that's going to help it. Yeah. Get out of here, you dumb Yankee. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, I got to get that <laughs> publicist working with you ASAP. <laughs> they got they got Raging Gator on their appetizer menu. Tender farm-raised gator chunks topped in our raging sauce, served with our Cajun dipping sauce. I've had gator before. It Sounds honestly, good. like, I know a lot of people are going to roll their eyes. It honestly does taste like chicken. It's a little chewier, but it tastes like chicken. There you go. All right. Well, that was our either awesome or terrible first ever blind menu read segment. Or maybe so terrible it's awesome. Man. You never know. That's true. Such a train wreck. People can't look away. <laughs> uh, I mean, when know. I sit on my couch freaking out, reading blind, reading menus, I feel like people would go to find it entertaining. But you know what? Not every idea is a good one. You could tweak it a little bit. Help yourself out. Yep. Actually know the name of the place. Nothing's ever been perfect the first try, right? <laughs> uh, some people just got to keep do, prevailing. Some people do a little bit of work to uh, help make sure it goes smoothly. But hey, yep. do everything blind. Then you get an you authentic like reaction. It's time for another segment of the unfortunate, the sometimes good, mostly bad. Patterson luck. Oh. So you all know Tom. Those of you listening, he's been on many episodes. Uh, back in the day, we hung out at Tom's house a lot in his basement pool table. Yep, had a pool table in the basement. Um, great laundry room that you could pee in. Didn't have to go upstairs. Adam, um, <laughs> there's just so many things you don't have to say. Um, on a, on a video podcast. games, and we watched a lot of movies down there. And Tom owned a pellet gun, and one day this pellet gun <laughs> was in his basement, and I was, I was playing with it. And I don't know, we were probably 16, 17 years old or something. And Tom assured me that this Pelican wasn't loaded, so I was messing around with it. And I pointed it at his cousin's face and pulled the trigger, and yeah, it wasn't loaded. Nothing came out. And so I was like, nice, not loaded. 
uh, recocked it like I was going to shoot it again, pointed it at my foot, pulled the trigger. Pow! Pellet comes out. It, in fact, did have some ammo in it. I shot myself in the foot with mm-hmm. this pellet. I had to pull it out of my foot. It was very painful. It was like between the bone that's like between my pinky and my ring toe. And you know what? It's all Tom's fault. Pedersen Luck, <laughs> you told me that that gun was not loaded. I shot myself with a supposedly not loaded gun. Typical <laughs> Pedersen Luck. But reverse Pedersen Luck, I could have shot his cousin's eye out. And luckily, the pellet didn't come out the time that I shot it at his cousin's face. Is that where you were aiming? Was that his eye? Because that's, I mean, yes. That's well, weird. it was at his face. So it could have been his nose, his eyes, forehead, but it could have been his eye. Could have gave him a trachea. So Pedersen Luck shot myself in the foot, bled. Uh, also reverse Pedersen Luck. Glad I didn't shoot someone's eye out. Oh, man. And there you have it. Somebody was looking out for you, I guess. Yeah. Yep. I remember pulling the trigger and being very shocked when all of a sudden my foot hurt a lot and I was bleeding. And I said, you told me it was empty, you scallywag. Yeah, those were definitely the words that were uttered. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm no firearms expert, but don't you kind of know when a BB gun has BBs on it? Yeah, you shake it. Yeah. You shake didn't it think like a Polaroid picture. You didn't think about... Maybe just shaking it quick. No, I just took his word for it. Should have listened to the movie Tommy Boy, not taking the butcher's word for it. <laughs> All right. Well, that was another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. We'll see if I can do some good editing and make it entertaining for you. Yeah, because I I did not help you out whatsoever. So. And I'm excited just, to hear how good or terrible that blind segment read was. If you just cut out the entirety of me talking. 70% of it, if that's what you want. It, I think it'll be a better episode. 78% of it I'll take out. 78%. That's a pretty good percent. Yeah. I'd go for 80. Maybe 80, 80, depending on how terrible you were. I'd go for 80. <laughs> oh, now we're just blaming me. Okay. <laughs> I'd shoot for 86%. 86. To, yeah. The year you were born. Nice. Yeah. I would just shoot uh, for that. By the way, happy belated birthday. Brett turned 37 wow. a week ago. Ooh. And I turned 36 a month and a week ago. Anyway, that was another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. <laughs> anyway, anyway. You are listening to this, and I am incredibly grateful for everyone hearing this right now because it means you have chosen to take time out of your week and your day to listen to this podcast. And I implore you to rate this baby. Give it a five-star rating on Apple, on Spotify, or whatever. Even write us a review if you want on Apple. Tell us if we suck or we're not sucky, and we'll read it. And especially uh, if you fast forwarded to this point based true. off of Adam's recommendation, true. I would really like if you started the podcast, heard the recommendation, fast forwarded to here, then heard, please give us a five star review and then went and did that. If you could do that, confusing, you're an all star. OK, an all star. Get your yeah. game on. Go play. Mm-hmm. Um, you should check out all the social medias. We got Twitter. Not a lot happening on Twitter, but there is a lot <laughs> happening on Facebook. Search Backroads and Bonfires on Facebook where you can see clips and reels uh, from this podcast. And also, while you're there, look for whale reels. They're awesome. Just Whales are a majestic, incredible animal. So search for, obviously, first and foremost, let's focus on the Backroads and Bonfires podcast reels. But then, for a little dessert, check out some blue whales. Maybe some humpback whales. Incredible animals. And then head on over to TikTok. 
at official Adam Pedersen, where you can see clips and other funny things on there. Um, but don't look at whales on TikTok. Adam no, look specifically. At look at Backroads to... and Bonfires podcast and food on TikTok. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. We oh also got God. an Instagram. Yeah. yeah, we've also got an Instagram page. <laughs> Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon Music. We're on all that stuff now. Um, Anchor has, is now called Spotify for Podcasters. And I linked our our RSS feed with iHeartRadio and Amazon Music and Pocket Cast and all these other ones. So now they're available on those platforms as well. Wow. And now, last but not least, while we're talking about food, my latest YouTube video will be coming out. <laughs> let's see here. By the time this comes out, it probably won't be out. But it'll be really close by the time you listen to this, probably a couple of days away from coming out. And I did Oreo Roulette. The Oreo roulette challenge. And let me tell you, I almost puked. What the? So you take cups and you put uh, like a, um, oh my gosh, brain fart, a condiment. There you go. You put a condiment into a cup. And so I chose uh, ketchup, nacho cheese, gravy, oh. hot sauce, lime juice, and Down ranch. The- and you roll... Okay. You roll the thing in, and uh, I have. I'm, seen get, I'm getting like goosebumps talking about it. When I <laughs> ate, when I ate that Oreo covered in nacho cheese, <laughs> I had puke. so so close to coming out, and I was I was sitting there holding down puke with a mouthful of mushy Oreos and nacho cheese. And when I describe it, thank when you. I swallowed that last bit, I was. I was, I thought for sure it was coming and I held the puke down. And then the hot sauce one, I took way too much hot sauce and was struggling. My mouth was burning. What? Uh, so it's entertaining. I think or- you're going to find it entertaining. What Oreo did you go with? Just a regular one, a double stuff, one of the special? Uh, just, a, I didn't even buy actual Oreos. I bought Craven cheap, cheap okay. Oreos. Okay. You deserve. Save a couple bucks. Bad, you deserve every bad thing that happens. They taste just like them. They do not. So I uh, I bought those, and let me tell you, honestly, wasn't terrible with ketchup. Shocking, was terrible with about everything else. Extra terrible with nacho cheese and gravy. Oh, was it cold nacho cheese? Cold nacho cheese, cold oh. gravy. Oh. Oh, right cold out of gravy. right out of a can. Oh. Disgusting, gloppy, nasty, yucky. Oh. So check that. Uh, that's all to say, I have a YouTube page. Uh, search the name Adam Pedersen. I am making a weird face wearing a bright pink shirt. You cannot miss it. There's all sorts of funny videos on there. No one's listening to this outro anymore. Absolutely no one. <laughs> so that's all to be said. I um, am. Eat, if, yeah. You know. I'm holding bread hostage. Eat good food. <laughs> Try Bebops if you haven't. Eat great food. Enjoy life. It's too short. Um, just eat food. Hot, eat hot. Bebops. Skip Chick-fil-A. Hot, hot. You suck.
well, they're just as good as Oreos. Okay, uh, then Wendy's <laughs> is just as good as Steak and Shake. All right, we wait. Everything. No. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> uh, uh, whoops. Hold on. I didn't want to do that. I want to do this.